This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Bruce. <laughs> Jody. How's it going over there? It's going. It's going. You uh, yep. might notice I'm sans glasses today. Yeah, I saw that. I, I was like, oh, wait, did he? can he see me? Can you so, see? Yes. So, so, so here in in the the Chubster Studios, uh, I've moved a bunch of things around, and I've got some lights that shine here where I sit because this is where I do video stuff for Chubster. And okay. One of, one of the problems I've always had is um, these lights. When I'm wearing glasses, they shine on my glasses, and you can't see my eyes. And uh, mm-hmm. it's something that mm-hmm. I think people who are watching the videos probably don't care too much about, <laughs> but for me, it keeps me up at night. So. Yeah, I, it bugs me. Mine bug me too. I'm like, I always try to like move my head yeah. a certain way so you can't see my screen or whatever. So I decided if I couldn't uh, beat the the light the lighting glare, I just try it without glasses. So here we okay. go. Luckily, right. I can still see pretty well without my glasses. <laughs> it's just uh, it's different. It's you know how your your body is kind of trained for certain things, and like for me, since I wear my glasses constantly, the only time I take them off is at bed at bedtime. Yep, so yep. when I take them off and don't wear them during the day, I notice that I get tired. And my mm-hmm. body's like, you know, so um, we have to work through that a little bit. I've but, not worn my glasses like in the morning a couple of times, and I've I've pushed them up, and when they're not there, because I'm like, I can't see. <laughs> I'm like, so I like try to push my glasses up closer to my face and i'm like yeah wow i'm not even wearing them i still can't see okay guys go put your glasses on you'll be able to see what's going on uh yes, yes. so Good times. Uh, we're recording this the day after the election yes and we're still alive we're Woo. still alive there's no um uh final answer as to who the winner is as of right now <laughs> yeah um afternoon the day after the election but uh uh, we're waiting. I, I I would say on a positive note that uh, everybody made it through relatively mm-hmm, unscathed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I haven't heard any big protests or anything going on yet. Yeah, um, I know that a lot of cities and shops have been boarded up. Um, they started boarding up either the day before or the day of the election, which was not a right. great thing to be seeing as this is our our new election preparation is to board up stores and cities but right um i haven't heard anything yet so i mean like you said the the winner hasn't been announced so we'll you know right right hopefully um everyone can stay calm and hold out for a few days yeah well yeah yeah Yeah. i mean that's all you can do at this point mm -hmm. yeah i i kind of made um a little self pledge that I wasn't going to be watching the TV, you know, mm-hmm. going through this breaking news, breaking news every two seconds or all these people talking about it and like just getting my anxiety and worrying me. Like I'll check it. I'll check the AP or NPR every few hours or so just to see where the tally's at. But pretty much right. that's about it. Yeah, it's very easy to get sucked in and have that be your entire life until everything is all said and done. And mm-hmm. uh, that is not good for anybody. So don't mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is uh, definitely nerve wracking, but it is. It is. But, you know, we're going to get through it. And uh, on the on the bright side of things, uh, 
all of the the local uh, ballots and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, candidates and all of that, all of that has been has been chosen. And uh, uh, Oregon has been relatively unique in yeah. some of the things that we've passed this time around. Yeah. Do you what do you, what do you where do you want to start? We probably should start <laughs> on some with of those mu- things. We should start with the mushrooms. I think that's probably okay. a good place okay. to kick it off. Yeah, I I don't know a ton about it. Um, I did a little bit of reading before I voted, obviously, because I wanted mm-hmm. to know a sure. little bit more about it. Um, and I was totally in favor of, you know, using what is magic it, psilocybin? Mushrooms. Yeah, magic mushrooms. Basically, yeah. I don't know the psilocybin is what how I'm. Yeah, telling. yeah psilocybin so yeah so basically there was there was something up to uh, uh vote on whether or not to uh legalize what i from my understanding it's a it was a trial it's like a two-year trial of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know of using mushrooms to uh to treat depression and uh, so, uh some other uh similar kinds of things yeah, ptsd addiction all that kind of stuff yep yeah and uh, it's it's something that uh as far as as far as I know, it's not happening anywhere else in the United States. It was put up on as an issue on the ballot, and it passed. So yeah, it, any other details about it that you? See? Um, yeah, it's just they they have a two year uh, period where they're going to figure out you know details about qualifications and all that kind of stuff um, for therapists to use it um, and to oversee the use of it for some of their patients. Um, right. treating PTSD, addiction, depression, all that kind right. of stuff. So, so for those of you who think that uh, Portland is a or Oregon is a a, <laughs> um, a lawless hellscape, that's not the case with this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It is still going to be controlled, and it's still going. To yeah, be it's not for providers. recreational use. It's going to be for medical, right. um, very supervised treatments. So, right, not and yet. It, anyways, <laughs> right, right. And you know, if you look around the around the country, there are a lot of uh, a lot of states actually passed uh, medical marijuana or, or yeah. uh, you know, recreational some use. form. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, which uh, I think you know, it, it's almost a no brainer to me now. Like so many states have done it. Sure. It isn't complete anarchy. People no. aren't just you know, it's not this the big gateway drug that ever you know they used to you know the what <laughs> right. what are those Have you ever seen those? Um, old like commercials or like anti-drug commercials for uh i got i can't even think of what they used to call weed and like uh oh shoot but how it would just like it was the the gateway drug and oh yeah loose loose women and all this like (laughs) what i'm like what are you what are you talking about but (laughs) yeah yeah they uh like from the 50s or something way back in the day they used to they used to make a big a big deal of of all that stuff and uh, you know it's um, it's interesting it's been interesting how things have progressed over time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know we talked about mushrooms and we've talked about uh, how in other states they've started to uh, uh, relax uh, rules around uh, cannabis but uh, another thing that happened here in Oregon is that we decriminalized uh, drugs and. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of, uh, being caught with cocaine, I guess, or, you know, some, some kind of drug, uh, and taken to jail and incarcerated, uh, you now get a citation. Yeah. Uh, it's dependent on the amounts, I believe. Yeah. It's small amounts of cocaine or heroin, mm-hmm. um, methamphetamine and other drugs. Okay. 
apparently. Yeah. So I don't know the exact amounts. I don't, I'm not that familiar with it, but you know, I kind of go back a little back and forth on that one, but um, I don't think, especially the, the penalties for possession for small amounts is a little, our criminal justice system is a little um, insane on some of that stuff. So I think that that's a good um, way to start. um, Yeah. Just going after the criminal justice system and, you know, changing some of those regulations and sentencing. Yeah. Reform. That's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah. It's a, it's a good reform. I I think that's a really positive thing. And, and a lot of those, a lot of those laws that have been in place for so long, uh, affect people of color and uh uh people who uh, don't have as much money uh, a little more than uh, uh others mm-hmm. so you know it's a it's this is the only state that's doing it i guess you could kind of look at it as as a pilot to see if um you know if you if you feel like what's happening out here is uh, total anarchy then uh you know i guess we'll see if the anarchy continues and kind of where things yeah, go yeah. but it's a. It seems like a step in a uh, in an interesting direction. So, yeah, and that's exactly what we need. We need. We do indeed. need to put in some work and yep. get some reform happening in the criminal justice system. And I think that's definitely some positive steps. Yeah. 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 It's it's very good. So, yeah, it's uh, it has been it's been an interesting interesting couple days, and it sounds like we'll have a few more interesting days to uh, continue to wait while we figure out who's going to be president next and we'll kind of yeah from there so you know yeah i'm trying to see i can't remember how many other states legalized marijuana now but hmm. i should have looked that up right before this but yeah and it's it's really funny because i at least for me i feel like you know we're, we're kind of of that age where we grew up in the in the 80s where the war on drugs was so hardcore and mm-hmm. dare was mm-hmm. out there and all this and so drugs of any kind were really pushed as like, you know, like you, you said, it's a gateway to nightmares, you know? And, (laughs) and it's really, it's, it's really interesting, especially uh, people who come out here to visit from uh, the Midwest Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. where I'm originally from and they see like the dispensaries and how these dispensaries are like, they, a lot of them look like high end stores. It's like, Oh yeah. Going at, you would never like you would never know. You would expect that you're going in and you're gonna find like jewelry or menswear or yep, you know, something yep, like that. Yep. And that's not the case. And it's a it's it's just it's interesting how legitimizing a a, a an industry, creating an mm-hmm. industry, you know, that's uh, that's legal, just how that can change things and the the way that it's well yeah, and the, there, the tax know? revenue that they're getting from the sales of marijuana yeah. is just like insane. So if that's something that we can use to um, help our schools and infrastructure, you know, something like that, I like all for that. Right. Why not tax it? And they're making insane amount of money on it. And then put it back into the community with, you know, addiction issues and recovery and, uh, you know, just working on all that stuff, I think is really important. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Trying to think of some of the other things that uh, um uh universal uh, uh preschool here in oh, our yeah. uh and i don't know if that's i don't know if that's anywhere else if any other states or cities or counties have that i know that that is specific to multnomah county which is part of yeah i guess i was good portion i didn't really Florida. know much about the preschool systems before yeah. that so i was like i don't i don't know what 
I think that kind of stuff can be very <laughs> expensive. I think preschool yeah, I, can be very expensive, and and this mm-hmm. uh, uh, helps uh, it not be. And you know, I think when you look at um, everything we're going through now with the pandemic and with kind of like uh, mm-hmm. childcare and being out of schools and all of that, I think any, anything that can kind of help, you know, yeah. Parents well, I think it it yeah it really sets up those kids for success when they get into school too. I mean, right. I feel like it's not such a scary thing to go into like kindergarten and, you know, whatever, first grade after you've already been sort of in that setting before for the kids. Um, right. And depending on the preschool, they do some sort of learning and stuff. It's not just babysitting and anarchy, but <laughs> right, mostly, right. mostly I'm sure that's what it is. But <laughs> the, the, theme, the theme of today's episode, anarchy, it's all about yeah, anarchy. anarchy and, yep. Yep. Yeah. Anarchy and elections. So, uh, Yes. Yes. Speaking of that, is how it feels. <laughs> how how I'm getting through the anarchy is with uh, mm. with tasty beer. And oh, yes. Yes. So uh, I, I'm drinking a beer that you gave me out of out of the uh, the package of beers. And okay. Nice. I'm gonna say it's been a it's been a like a treasure trove of beer because I mean <laughs> I it, know I'm still working through that too. <laughs> there's there's some good stuff, and this one I, I like in particular. Uh, because this is, uh, I, today I am drinking a beer from Maine and Mill Brewing Company, which is, uh, it's called, uh, number 100 Brown Ale. And it is from, uh, a brewery, Maine and Mill, uh, that is, uh, near where I grew up. I grew up, uh, outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And, uh, uh, this okay. brewing company is brewery is in Festus, Missouri, which is, uh, Kind of south of uh, of St. Louis, and uh, remember tooling around down there when I was a kid, you know, and and <laughs> so uh, nice to see that they have their own brewery and uh, this uh, brown ale. So let's see. Yeah, it says an oatmeal brown with a thick mouth fill, mouth feel. Sorry, yes, slight caramelness, sweetness, and enjoyable roasty character. Definitely, definitely get uh, that. It says English brown with malty goodness on the can. I would mm. absolutely agree with that. It is a malty, um, uh, full-bodied beer for a for a brown ale, and I I like a good brown ale. I you know I feel like it's a it's a good kind of go-to for me. I'm a, I'm a big fan of just that. You know, when you don't want something hoppy and you don't want something that's going to blow you away, or you don't mm-hmm, want it sour, mm-hmm. you're not looking to like destroy your taste buds. A brown ale is a good way to go. Nice. So I have um, started my or my holiday jubile ale. Hey, tis the season. Winter ale. Yeah, I was like, they had it. Well, I, I went to Target to get some stuff before I came home last night. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to want some just something new to drink. I'm kind of, you know, I've had all the ones I have, you know, so I want to try something new. Right, um, and I, I think I've I've had this one before. So it, it says a dark malty celebration ale with layered flavors and beautifully balanced hopping. Jubal ale pours deep, garnet in color, medium bodied, with notes of chicory, earth, spice, and fruit. Fancy, yeah. So you know, fire and family. The, those those holiday beers they they get pretty uh, complex. They add a lot of things to these different uh, yeah holiday beers what do you think it's, it's really good yeah yeah i already had a few of them last night and today nice, nice. uh 6.7 abv so that's okay. a good one good yeah yeah this brown ale is five uh which i feel like is you know it's not bad 
Mm -hmm. Not too shabby. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good beers, good beers, and a good, a good way to get through the election <laughs> and post-election day. Yes, you know, in in moderation, you know, right. do what you need to do. Of course, of course. Mm. So uh, I've been toying with an idea, and I thought I'd just kind of throw it out here. Okay. Um, so I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you feel like this, or if you're listening, if you feel this way, but I feel like. Uh, I've been stuck at home for a long time and <laughs> I need to do something new. I need okay. something and I, you know, and it might, maybe it's just a little change. Maybe, you know, usually when I feel like this, I'm, I'm able to, to travel or I'm mm -hmm. able to mm -hmm. do something, go somewhere, you know, get out of the house for a while. And that's hard to do right now. It's just not, it's not super easy to just like, I mean, there aren't very many events going on. Yeah, there's nothing to, to do even if you did go somewhere. <laughs> right. And you don't want to be out right now. It's not, you know, not a good time to be to be out there. Safety first, folks. So yep. uh, I feel like I'm, it's starting to get to me, you know, just being stuck in and all of that. So I'm like, what do I have control of that I can actually do? And okay. um, I am considering uh, shaving off the beard. Like, oh, Total shave and kind of restarting. And I was thinking okay. about it. I've been thinking about it for a few days. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, you know what? Jody just did that recently. You, you know, and you, you, uh, you know. It's already pretty much it, back. I know. Look <laughs> at that. Look at that. You look like Rip Van Winkle over there. It's like. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, I'd say probably once a decade, I, uh, I kind of shave and, you know, mm -hmm. start over and kind of feeling like. Maybe this You're gonna scare the baby time. without a beard on. I think. I know. I know. Baby's gonna be like, "What's <laughs> happened?" Yeah. Who, who are you? Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't when know. When was I the just, last time you shaved it all off? Uh, twenty ten. Oh, oh so, yeah. okay. Yeah, two thousand ten, two thousand nine, something like that. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen my chin in a I decade. I was saying, see yeah. what what's under there. Right. Right. You know, it's just uh, yeah. I, you know, and I, I cut a sizable amount off my beard, um, like two weeks ago and okay. I'm still just kind of like, Bleh. like I'm sick yeah. of it. You know how it, you get to that point where you're just, you're, you're sick of, like for me, I'm at the point where I'm sick of all the clothes that I have in my closet. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of, uh, uh, anything that I would normally wear in my style. I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just done yeah. with it. And I yeah. think it's, I was in, I was in the same way with my, cause I mean, I am going to work. So I, you know, but I'm, so I'm wearing my work clothes, Whew, excuse me, right. on a regular, but it's still like the rotation is pretty small. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm itching for some change, but also yeah. there, like you said, there's not a lot you can do. So what, what are, what are you guys, what, what is everybody else out there doing to maybe change up their, your routine or something? Yeah. I, I need some, we need some ideas of things that you can do to change up your routine or change up right. your look or something like yeah. that. Yeah. How do you, how do you change it up? How do you change it up and make it and make it work? You know, and what are, what are you doing to, you know, to stay, I don't know, to keep things interesting, I guess, you know, mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm. I know, I know some people are working out. I know there are different ways you can kind of change up your schedule and all of that, but still it's mm -hmm. just like, but yeah, you're still so doing much. it in the same four walls and right. With right. the same couple people. And yeah. yeah. So uh, don't be surprised if I come in next week and uh, the beard is gone. 
because mm-hmm. um, then he has a mohawk and yeah right 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 maybe we'll some see. face tattoos maybe you know I, I did consider getting another tattoo i was like you know <laughs> this feels like the right time to do that a tattoo mm-hmm. would be good i mean mm-hmm. you know why not yeah so, you could put it on your chin you could put it right on your chin there so right when your beard oh, grows back in you can't you won't even it. know <laughs> perfect perfect for a while, I really wanted to get a chest piece. I always thought that would be interesting. Oh. That kind of passed. That, that I I did. I thought about that too. I was thinking like two lumberjacks, like pulling those big, like one of those big mm. saws. That would like be amazing. One on each side, and then having like a tree. I was like, <laughs> that, that's a lot. I don't, or just like, or like have the tree fallen over. I don't know. I love it. Like two guys. I don't know. Like those big, the huge single blade. You know. Yeah back and right. forth like oh, like a tug of war kind of thing on my chest i love it like I'm, a yin and yang or like a a devil and a angel guy you know right. kind of thing yeah i like that i like struggle that. of you know <laughs> yep when you yeah when you start thinking about tattoos you got to have meaning and you got to have originality or at least i feel like i do I, you're you know. you're supposed to you're supposed <laughs> yes, to i'm like so, i feel like i want to have so i gotta have a story behind it or yes, sound like yes and then this was a, a really weird um birthday thing that i don't really <laughs> remember and this well, was from uh new year's 2004 right right and, yes know. i can i can say that uh Many of my tattoos happened without a lot of thought or uh, uh, under the influence. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, both things you should not do when you're picking tattoos, considering they'll be on you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, for a 40 year old me looks back at, uh, you know, 19 year old me and says, no, <laughs> think about it. Think a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah, I thought way yeah. too long about the first one. And I like I've been itching to do more. I have all these ideas, but. The mm-hmm. funds aren't quite there. And then when I did have the money, no, none of them were open. And then yeah. the money goes to other things to pay off other bills or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, it, it is an investment for sure. That's mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you want a big chess piece. Right, right. That'll and, be and, and time. And and I'm okay with that. It can be an investment because I want it done right, you know. That's the yeah. thing. Uh, one tattoo that I had that I have. I was, like I said, I was, I was drunk. And so I went in and, and it was like a spur of the moment thing. And I happened to go in and, uh, apparently was not able to adequately, adequately describe what I wanted. <laughs> so I didn't get the tattoo that I wanted. Okay. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's important. What did don't, you don't want and what tattoo. did you get? <laughs> well, so I got this, I, I got this, this heart that says mom and, uh, uh, okay, that's pretty I, easy. It is. Yes. Yes. And so what I, what I wanted was for the, there's a specific term for this, but I, I wanted the tattoo itself, the heart, I wanted the heart to be black. And then I wanted the like mom to basically be like the outline, just like my skin, you know? So, so the, the tattoo was black and it used like negative space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, write, yeah. to write out mom. Well, I couldn't explain that when I went in. So the guy uh, traced a heart and wrote mom inside. And oh. uh, there we oh, so go. So you wanted like the heart to be black. Yes. And, and, and then, then the negative would be mom. Right. right. Okay. Yep. So uh, that didn't happen. That did mm-hmm. not happen. Didn't work out that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my very first tattoo 
man, it's it's really hazy. But I was I was like seventeen or eighteen, something like that. I was pretty young, and I went to a place with a friend, and it was around the time that everybody was getting like 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 Japanese characters. Oh yeah, on their yep. bodies, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't totally committed to the idea of having a big tattoo and so i decided to go with a a small character and yeah uh, i had this tiny character on my arm and i had that by itself for a long time and it kind of looked like a birthmark from far away so uh (laughs) then i kept having things added around it and all of that and uh no no just uh you really (laughs) what does the symbol mean what what symbol did you get uh i wanted a symbol that uh that said uh music that was really that was like my entire life at the time, you know, I knew mm-hmm. I was, go- I was going into radio. I knew what I wanted to do with my life at the tender yeah, young age yeah. of my late teens. And, um, <laughs> you know, so I, so I got the, I got this tattoo and, uh, uh the guy said, yeah, it says, it says music. It turns out it actually says sound. Okay. You know, whatever. I'll take it close enough, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? So again, research, Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got a couple, I've got a couple that I'm, that I'm happy with, but, um, yeah, it takes some thought. <laughs> yeah. You got to think it through. You got to think it through. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I got, I don't know if I've ever actually shared it on the podcast, but I got a, a burly guy in a martini glass, kind of a guy. classic pinup. It's like a burly guy um, in laying in the, oops, laying in the yes. martini glass. So I, it's I amazing. I kind of want to keep it's with that awesome theme tattoo, of like, you know, classic oh. pinup style, but with guys like burly guys or heavy guys, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Burly guys and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is time to really give that some thought. You know, maybe it's my, this is my, my, um, my mid COVID crisis, I yeah. guess I'm okay. going to shave off my beard and get some more tattoos. Yeah. You're not going to wear glasses and you're going <laughs> to we'll be a see. whole new man. Whatever, you know, <laughs> right, right. And be totally different. Nobody, nobody will recognize me. He's unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. He's I know that's what, that's what, when I was shaving my yeah. beard off, I was like, Oh boy, I know how many chins are under there. I had to keep like yeah. keep my head up and put my chin yeah. out all the time. I, Right, right, yeah. My, you know, your your beard mm-hmm. defines well, defines yeah, your face so much too, that so. when it's when it's gone, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like when I shaved off my beard last time, that was the thing is that I shaved it off, and then I was like, mm, no, yep. and immediately started started growing it back. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be something similar, yeah. but you know, it's been at least ten years, and I, I've forgotten. I've forgotten since then. So yeah. I um, gotta gotta give it a try. So I think I think I might. I'm mean, I, at the least I'm gonna shave. I'm gonna really mm-hmm. shave it down, mm-hmm. and shave it super short, and we'll just kind of see from there. Maybe that that'll yeah. help, and I'll just be like, "Yes, yeah. this is and the not change I need very, to. you know, but nothing too life changing, nothing too dramatic." But I mean, it can be dramatic if you if you had a, right. a really huge beard and right. just shaved it off. I still haven't thinking of that. I still haven't seen the world beard yeah. champion Madison Rowley without his beard. He shaved his off. Last winter or last fall for some charity thing, and he, I don't know, know if you remember. He had like this huge, oh like, wow, obviously world champion beard. He won twice, one year, and then he didn't go the next mm-hmm. year, and then he won another year. Right. I haven't. I guess this whole year has been 
kind of, I haven't seen many people, so I don't know. But check them out on Instagram and see. It's been such a weird year. It feels, yeah, it, it feels like it's been so long yeah. since I've seen anybody, you know, like it, it just, I don't know. And I know everybody's got to be feeling this way. It's just a crazy, this, this whole, this whole year and just everything. It's just, it's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. 2021 needs to be awesome. Well, I can't see a picture right of him without his beard, so. but. He's the one yeah. with the long beard, not the curly one. No. Yeah, if you're if you're watching us on the video, then you're you're seeing this uh, uh, long, majestic, uh, curly, uh, not curly, the long, majestic, furry beard that uh, is it's insane. That's insane. I like it. Yep. Well, yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. I think I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to play around. Yeah, my, the grays. That's, that's been settled. The, yeah, thank, you're welcome. The gray is definitely coming back group. in mind. So start showing my age again. Yeah. I have also been no, noticing that on mine as well. I've got a, like a whole spot, mm-hmm. like on my right me side of my chin where it just, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone white. Yeah. We're twins. Yep. Hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Maybe, uh, there's apparently something going on in that side of our chin. Yes, forty year old redheaded guys <laughs> with a big white patch on so, the side here. Yep, it's growing. Yeah. Well, that's right. I appreciate right. you um, taking it some is. time to chat during this unusual day after yeah. election time. Yeah. You know, it just felt like it felt like just kind of talking mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to jumping into one big topic made sense because yes. uh, it's a very heavy week. It's been a heavy going week going on. <laughs> you know, so it's been a remember to take yes. some time for yourself. Yes. Away from all the news and everything that's going on and right. you know, do some meditation or do some breathing. Yeah. Or just kick back and relax. Kick back. Do whatever you need to do to decompress right. and Calm back down. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Here we go. That'll do it. Bye, Bruce. All right. Can't wait to see, see you next week. Beard. Bye-bye. Bye, Jody. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.